Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. University of Oregon will open at Georgia against the defending national champions. Lots to talk about this season. Among the things that I wanted to get at that was on my uh, to-do list was to interview Chase Cota, formerly at UCLA, now back in the state of Oregon, playing at the University of Oregon, following the footsteps of Dad, and he's joining us now. How's it, how's it been? How's fall camp been for you, Chase? Hey, man. Uh, thank you for having me on, first of all. But, uh, no, fall camp's been great. Uh, practice seven today now, day eight into it. Uh, things are looking good. I think uh, we're installing things fast, and everyone's making good plays. And I think I think we got a, a good good future ahead of us. You've played for a variety of coaches, and, you know, you've been at UCLA, now Oregon. How's Dan Lanning doing? You can tell us. No, no, I, shoot, I love Coach Lanning. I like the energy he brings, you know, uh, having a really young coaching staff. It's, it's fun to be around, you know, there's a lot of, <laughs> their humor is very relatable to us, and, you know, they know uh, kind of what's going on in our day-to-day lives as they're uh, very involved in a lot of similar things as far as social media circles and everything as us, and uh, I think that there's just a lot of good, good energy going around and a lot of positivity for sure, so. Now, I heard you. Yeah, I heard you guys did an Olympics recently, kind of a team-building, team Olympics thing, and included shooting. I saw some pictures on social media. Did you participate in that, or what was that about? Yeah, so right now we're still we're in the middle of our Olympics. So it's kind of whenever we have little off days or little periods of time where we can do some team-building stuff, we'll do some activities like that. So I know, yeah, the, the shooting was fun. We had our team. I'm on Coach Dillingham's team. I think we have eight or nine squads, but kind of whoever can uh, win it all in the end gets a bunch of prizes. So it's a fun little thing. But being able to sneak off and go to the basketball arena uh, was a really good time. And I know in the future we're going to go to the baseball field and have like a home run derby and everything. So it's, it's good fun to look forward to. I love it. That's like the superstars competition. Like who in basketball? Who could play? Who was good? Oh, man. I mean, shoot. I can name a lot of guys, but the, the obvious one right away was uh, the – the head women's coach, he came out and saw Tyler Nanny shooting. So he was supposed to be a basketball guy here than a walk-on football guy. So uh, so he definitely has that touch and was making a lot of free throws when we were out there. But I think there's, there's definitely a bunch of good hoopers for sure. We're talking to Chase Cota, University of Oregon football player. I know in high school, you know, you got you got a lot of pressure from people who said, hey, you got to go to Oregon, you got to go to Oregon. You chose UCLA. Um, there were people disappointed, but I, I think you know everybody understands you got to do what's best for you. What was that like at, at that time for you to to pick UCLA, and then you obviously now are, are getting the best of both worlds. You're getting to get both experiences because of the because of the portal. That that must be really nice. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I mean, coming out of high school, uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, I wouldn't even say it was like pressure. I mean, all that would really matter is my immediate family, and there wasn't pressure. So from that, I just uh, knew ultimately it was like I was kind of torn between a couple schools, and and then I was like, where do you ultimately want to go if I was a student? And I thought UCLA was the place I wanted to go, and I love Coach Kelly, and uh, so 
So being able to do that and be able to get my degree from there this fall, but then be able to come back to Oregon, and it's definitely the best decision I made. Like, I'm so glad that it's not just I came home and went to Oregon and, like, took an easy route or anything. It's like, no, this is a hard route, but this is a fun route, and I think it's definitely the best opportunity I had, and I'm just glad it happened to be two and a half hours away from home. So everyone gets to see me play, and I get to see everyone when we get free time. Uh, it's honestly, it's it's unbelievable that I get to live two two dreams in one kind of like college football twice. So it's amazing. Yeah, I think that's really cool that you know you, you'll uh, you, you know it's almost like there there were probably in the generation before you there were probably a lot of regrets from players who would go, hey, I wonder what would have happened had I gone here or there. But because of the portal, you get to do it. Uh, and you know what went into that decision ultimately for you? Like when you when you finally looked up and said, you know, I I, I want to do this. I want to go back and get back in my home state. Yeah, I mean, before I was, uh, I knew even before the season, I think that it was going to be my last season. I was getting my degree, and it was either you know things work out very well and you can declare for the draft, or it'd be go go try somewhere else because you know I've been doing it there and. I was able to make an impact there for a while, but, you know, maybe my puzzle piece just didn't fit right, and uh, I think that I could have fit well somewhere else. So right when I hopped into the portal, I mean, first day, a bunch of schools reached out, but Oregon reaching out the first day was a big-time deal. And obviously, I knew everything was changing with place landing, and, really, I mean, I, I, I wanted to take my time. I was in the portal for, for about a month, but at about halfway through, I was like, okay, this is what I think I want, but let's just keep gauging all the opportunities, and then, Eventually, it was just crystal clear, and, and that day, I, I realized it was crystal clear. The next day, I called the coaches and let them know. just didn't want to waste any time after that. We're talking to Chase Coda, <laughs> University of Oregon wide receiver. Your dad, Chad, played at Oregon. Nick Aliotti talks about him as you know one of his all-time favorite players to coach. And But Oregon's a very different place now than it was when your dad played there. I mean, facility differences, the stakes have changed. You know, I, I bet Dad's eyes are kind of wide open seeing what you've gone through. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, shoot, they're they're the pioneers. His time making it to the Rose Bowl, they set the foundation for what it is now. And I mean, being a kid growing up here and seeing the evolution, I remember being real little watching like Kellen Clemens and those guys even, and seeing it like from then to now, from my dad's time to then, it's uh, it's uh, it's pretty unbelievable. And you know, just to be able to come back to my home state and. Uh, Growing up as a kid, you know, I wanted to be a duck when I was a little guy running around the yard. So being able to do that is, is amazing. I know my dad loves it, and he loves everything that's evolved around here, too. He thinks it's the coolest thing ever, you know. No tradition is kind of cool tradition <laughs> with all the, the cool things going on around here, sports science-wise, uniform-wise, uh, you know, tra- even, like, training-wise. It's just, just a, lot of, a lot of open-minded perspectives, and uh, it's a beautiful place to be. I want to talk about the three quarterbacks, and as a receiver, you get a chance to work with them all. But you know, I know there's other guys that are in camp. But you know, let's start with Jay Butterfield. What does Jay Butterfield do well? Jay Butterfield, he catches the ball, and he knows. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but his feet—he's not—he doesn't want to run the ball, so he sits back there and he wants to be in the pocket and scan the field. And I think he's just got so, like just soft touch, like when the ball's in the air on a deep ball. It almost seems to always fall in the perfect spot, and I think he's just real comfortable. And he knows he knows he's got a great arm, and you know he's just uh, man been been growing. And since I've gotten here, I've seen him get better too. So definitely love Jay. Yeah, there's, it's interesting because as a receiver, you get a you get a, a chance to catch those balls, and that like there's a difference 
in you know one quarterback's ball to the other ball, and there's a difference between a right hander and a left hander in in the rotation of the ball. But in a, you know, and I I see the same thing in Butterfield. I, I at spring game I said he's got a little Joe Montana in him because it's all about placement and it's soft and it's easy to handle and it's in rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ball might come out even a little sooner, but then with more touch, so it's like you kind of get more time to read it in the air. But no, I, I definitely I love this style of play. Let's go to Ty Thompson. What does Ty Thompson do well? Yeah, Ty Thompson. I mean, gosh, I, there's you know now seeing it and hearing everything about him being a five star. There's no doubt that that was the case. He's so talented, like twitchy fast too. With his size, it's it's crazy to think. Uh, like the way he can move around the field. I think he's really smart, too. Everyone, Everyone's like, oh, man, he's gotten so much better since he's been here. You know, I didn't, I didn't get to see him last year, but I know he's, he seems very confident in himself, too, being a younger guy. I think he's grown into himself. And, I mean, really, ultimately, all three of them, uh, once, I mean, once we talk about all three of them, I feel very comfortable with all of them on the field. If any of them go down, I mean, next guy up is, is no downfall. So that's that. Bo Nix has got the experience. He's been around a little bit. He obviously transferred in. He's a little more seasoned. He's played in some big games. What does he do well in your mind? Yeah, I mean, just what you said about him being seasoned and playing in big games and winning big games, too. Uh, you know, he's got that, that confidence and that leadership. I think he's just a natural leader. I can only imagine, like, being on Bo's Pop Warner team. You know, he's probably out there giving good motivational speeches and <laughs> moving guys around. I could see him even making audibles. As a young kid, it's funny. You just see a, a natural leader within him and a, a lot of confidence and just very smart and asking a lot of questions. Even as an older guy, just constantly asking great questions and really um, making a point that he's a guy who's going to be here in the building all day and he's a pro. And I mean, shoot, he's married now. Congrats to him this July. And you know, he's really just uh, like shoot, coming into his, his manhood and taking everything serious. And I, I see a bright future with him. You guys are going to go to Georgia in that opener. You know, are you are you talking and thinking about the opener? Are you are you watching film yet on Georgia, or does that stuff sort of happen when game week starts to really approach? Yeah, I mean, we haven't uh, ran against, like, scout team Georgia or anything like that yet. You know, uh, obviously it's talked about everywhere you are. I mean, we had openers against Cincinnati my first couple of years, and you're talking about the opener. It's definitely, I mean, it's the first one on your mind, but you don't want to put too much on it. But, yeah, definitely been watching them on my own. But <clears throat> as far as in our meeting rooms, just watching a little bit, definitely just focusing on us and, and beating the defense for now. It's really just RO versus RD, and that's all that matters. And then, Maybe next week we'll get a couple scout periods or something, but I really don't even know that's going to start. I'm just worried. Shoot, we're day eight, probably around day 15. We'll start getting to that, but we'll see. Favorite class you took at UCLA? Definitely uh, art of musical production with uh, Professor Adam Mosley, who's an absolute legend, was at Abbey Road Studios in London back at the time when the Beatles were, were running things. He was a T-boy and got to work with Muse, Elton John, and, some other crazy familiar names and uh, I definitely think that he just hearing from a legend and really learning how to work behind the boards and stuff because I've been a big music guy my whole life so I love production I love playing guitar bass all that stuff so definitely would have to go with that one all right if you're putting a band together with Oregon football players is there anybody else on this band do you have a drummer do you have you know do you have do you have the uh, necessary people 
That's that's actually a really good question. Uh, I don't really know who can drum yet, but I've definitely I've heard some guys sing. I think we we could have a couple singers, but definitely just got to look for some long hair first, and then from there find some some quirky characters and see what we can build. <laughs> I love that. See, we could do a concert. There, there's an nil opportunity somewhere in this. You know, you sell out a small venue, and you guys are playing. Like, you know, come on. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I think I need to get it together while we can still make it a big deal while we're all here and have the spotlight on us as football guys. I, lo- I love that. Chase Coda is with us. All right, uh, you know, you, you're coming into this thing. You know, you're an experienced guy. You've seen some things. you played in some games. you scored some touchdowns. Uh, you know, do you have a personal goal, a team goal, and how do those things mesh for you this season? Um, I mean, it's hard. You know, we're, we're so early on to – to really milk it down to what you think a team and an individual goal is. But I think, I mean, obviously, ultimately, everyone wants to win the Pac-12. But starting now, it's really just making sure we get everything down and that we can execute everything at a high level. But, gosh, I wish I could put wins and losses and stuff like that. But really just to be the best version of ourselves is all I can say now. Give me an idea. Chip Kelly practice, is it different than a Dan Lanning practice? You know, we always hear about coaches being different. You've got that perspective. Yeah, no, Coach Kelly, his, uh, I would say his was definitely a lot more um, pushing the tempo and kind of conditioning during practice outside of the actual team periods. It's where I feel like here at Oregon we're in team periods a lot more of the time and playing a lot more just like base football against the defense with everyone on the sideline. So definitely a different perspective. I think you can get conditioned faster maybe with Coach Kelly's program, but then here I think you're learning your football and being able to execute your plays at a higher level faster. But I think give or take, I don't I don't know how I would want to be as a head coach. Definitely try and be somewhere in the middle of the two, but I think both of them are great head coaches. Obviously I was with one for four years and didn't want to leave and then just found, found a new opportunity. I'm glad I picked this new style here for sure. Chase Coda with us. Before I cut you loose, um, you know, I want to ask you about music because you, you're into it. What's the soundtrack to your life if we're like, you know, we're we're picking a song. What's what's your what's your pick as the soundtrack to your life? Dang, at this very moment. Yes. That would be very oh I mean, I don't know if it speaks to me all the time, but right now I'm really, really in love with the new Steve Lacey song, Bad Habit. I think it's beautiful. So that's a, that's a good beach vibe. It reminds me of Southern California and happiness, but then it's also a little little dark when times get hard. So I think it's a perfect soundtrack. I love that. Love the depth of it. All right, I'm going to let our listeners <laughs> listen to that song as we go to commercial break. Chase Coda, thank you for popping on with us. I'd love to get you back on during the season. Congrats on you know getting back to the state of Oregon. I think there's a lot of people excited to see you play and and have some fun. Remember to have some fun out there. This is supposed to be the, the most fun time of your life. So, uh, you know, it's good to hear you and good to see you out there. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, man. Chase Coda, good stuff there. Okay, I got to go to the song. All right, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit. Can we cue that up? Can you cue that up for me? Thought you were too good for me, my dear. Never gave me time of day, my dear. It's okay, things happen for reasons that I think are sure, yeah.
There it is. Steve Lacey, bad habit. Thumbs up. Everybody thumbs up on that one. It's got a good vibe to it. So you get a chance to know what Chase Code is about. A little bit about him hearing that kind of music. You got the bald-faced truth. Later in the show, Marcus Lattimore, former South Carolina star running back in the SEC who had a devastating knee injury. Lattimore is living and working in the state of Oregon. What is he doing here? We'll talk to Marcus Lattimore later. I love that. Bad habit. Take you to commercial break. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.